0: Testing one two three Hey it's uh The Kevin Owens podcast I guess I'm on Rum and ginger ale tonight I was gonna say rum and coke but that's the rum and ginger ale talking I'm on my Verde glass And this is a Truth on truth so One question that I got was Why did I start being funny First of all Awful question awful sentence structure Makes me angry, but I appreciate it because I think I know what you're trying to say. What is the reason that I got into comedy, right? Like I'm a fucking stand-up comedian. You want to see me dance, huh? I'm not Oh, shit, there's a burp. Hey, there's a burp. Good job, good job. There's the burp. There's the goddamn burp. But really, I'm not here for your goddamn comedy, all right? All right, I'll tell you the story. Stop twisting my arm. The reason I got into being funny, I guess, I don't know, well first of all I didn't really get into it I was kind of born with it to sound as modest as possible But from as early as I can remember People would laugh at me <laughs> And it was literally laugh at me It wasn't laugh with me Like Not like I was saying some killer joke Like some Dangerfield punchline It was more like oh my god this is a funny bastard Let's laugh at him Like uh my voice didn't drop till I was fifteen, and my voice is still funny right now, but it was high pitch. It was like Mickey Mouse. And one of my earliest memories, or I remember being in the grocery store, and I was talking to my mother, and a guy comes up, and he goes to my mom. I don't know why he thinks I don't think I can hear her. I don't know if he thought it was illiterate or something like or illiterate. Oh, right. Good job, Kevin. How many drinks have you had? Three. All right. Thank you, but um. I don't know if he thought going to hear or something, but he goes up to my mom and he kind of leans into her and he puts his hand over his mouth. But he's still very loud. And he says, I am so sorry, but your son's voice is so funny. And she, you know, she laughs and she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> what do you say in that situation? And I remember hearing them like, oh, OK, <laughs> I, I, I don't I can't really help it. I could try to talk deeper like this, I guess with the Australian tang, but um, or twang, I don't think that would help at all, but um, I never really tried to be funny until I got to elementary, until I got to elementary school, like it was so far away, but I remember consciously trying to be funny because people would laugh at me, and I didn't like how it felt when people laughed at me. And they would be like, oh my gosh, his voice is so funny. And I was a round kid too. And I had, I, I, my my weight just fluctuated. I would go from being really round to really skinny. You could look at, well, if if you have pictures of me when I'm a child, I don't know why you would have it. I hope you don't have any. But if you if you know me and you've seen pictures of me or you've, if you've gr- grown up with me, you, you can attest to that. You could vouch for me. Like I was round, I was skinny, I was round, I was skinny It wasn't like a weight, well it wasn't me eating wrong It was just my body Anyway, so um, I remember in 4th grade Just people laughing at me and things like that And then I started trying to be funny And I remember watching early on Mel Brooks uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights And I thought it was the funniest thing ever Because the comedy was so just dumb and I, I I thought, maybe I could do something like that. Maybe I could make people laugh by doing obvious dumb shit. That's what I started doing. So I was intentionally silly. And they were laughing at me, but it was different because it was a part of the joke. So then I started to, I guess, quote-unquote, hone my craft. And, uh, okay, wait, I'm I'm four minutes in, but if you don't know what a truth-on-truth truth is, that's when... The podcast isn't that funny, it's more of truth, even though all my podcasts I would like to believe are true, but hey, what do I know, I'm just a Kevin. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, so, um, what the fuck was I at? Because I completely forgot where I was, truth on truth, uh, did I already say I was in fourth grade once? But, um, yeah, I started working on jokes in Mel Brooks, then got to fifth grade, then later on in middle school. But by that point I started watching stand-up comedy and I really thought stand-up was like the greatest thing ever Because all these guys were losers like me, but they were making everybody laugh All right, um, I guess this is the second part to uh truth on truth the beginning I-, I Guess I'm still trying to figure out anchor right now. uh it stopped me at five minutes. So, I guess I'll do another five and then make a part three if it goes that long. I don't know. I'm wasting too much time right now. By the way, I am still on drink number three, struggling with it. But I would like to think I'm keeping my composure. You're not! Thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right, anyway. So, I got to middle school and I started watching stand-up heavy. And I started with Chris Rock. And, man, I couldn't believe, like, the way he talked. It was like... It There weren't really a lot of jokes to me And it was more like he was saying real shit But it was just really fucking funny Well that's the last time But you, you know what I'm getting that If you watch Chris Rock like one of my favorite uh, uh favorites, excuse me Bring the pain Love that one Watch it if you haven't watched it before But um, I see stuff like that So I start doing that I start just taking like real life situations That I've been through in my life because there's been a lot of funny experiences, and I just told people that, or I would just make anything funny, and, and well, fast forward a little bit to high school, I remember I had a friend named Quinn, and he told me, because I had like a pencil sharpener or something, and I was just being silly, I don't even remember what I was doing, I just remember what he said, and he said, like, he was, he was like, like the class is cracking up laughing, and he's wiping his tears. He's like, "You can make anything funny." He just grabbed a pencil sharpener and he's making it funny. And I was like, "Oh. Okay, I'm here now. <laughs> where do where do I go up from from here? What do I do now?" So I kept watching stand-up uh Patrice O'Neill, uh Bill Burr, just these people that I felt like I related to so much that weren't really all just about jokes. It was Real life things and problems, but they're but how they delivered them, had comedic, had a comedic stance in the world, and that's what I wanted to do after a while. So when I get to high school, my craft is perfected, and I'm just knocking people dead. At this point, my voice still hasn't dropped. Going to high school with all the big dogs, my older brother is there. He was on the basketball team, so. I was like, uh, what "Was it a legacy <laughs> to like the fucking basketball team?" And they're all like standing around me. All these cats are six, seven, and shit. They're looking down on me. I, at that time, I'm only five three, and I'm looking up at them. I'm like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Or like whatever. And you know they're laughing. hey, ah, you fag. All that shit. <laughs> and like I start talking more, and they start cracking the fuck up. And I'm like, "All right, I'm in. I'm in." Then I noticed something that was really interesting. Because after I made the basketball cats laugh, then, well, just by association, all the jocks hung together. So the football team and whatnot, we had a small high school, so it was just basketball and football, pretty much. Like, they found me funny, so they accepted me into the popular crew. I was like, alright, that's cool. But I was in band, I love music. I love music, I play music. If you didn't know that, well, goddamn me, you know now. I think I'll sing a a song. Alright, that'll be for a later podcast. It'll be called The Fuck Up by Kevin Owens. But, um, I I was in band, and in the mornings in high school, I would hang out with the band crew. Then I would make my rounds to the geeks, because I love comic books, talk about comics. Then I would go over to the jocks, and I would fuck around with them. And it was never really talking. Well, I like sports, so we we talked about sports, but it was more of them. Talking about their popular shit and me coming up and be like, hey, did you bang that girl last night? And they're like, oh, Kevin, you, you're a riot. Every time I see (laughs) you, you're a fucking riot. All right, that's cool. Oh, Jesus, we're at 411 already? This is definitely not going to be part three. Anyway, but um, yeah, that started to happen. So I felt even better about that. And then when I got to college, it was just over. Like, everything that I said, I consciously was trying to deliver and make funny and make people laugh. And from that point on, it was outstanding. It was like a movie. That's the only way I could put it. To be modest again, because I'm so very modest. I am so very modest. It was just amazing. Uh, And uh, I don't want to say too much more, because I'm going to have to stop in a second. So, uh, I guess I'll just... uh, Hold on, how you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Somebody tell me something by yourself. We're fine, stop talking. Fuck you. Hey, it's me. It's your old pal Kevin. Remember we were doing the, the beginning, the, the podcast, and now we're on part three? You guys are still hanging in there? We're ready to leave. Sir, I don't know who you are, but you've been doing this all night and it's not funny anymore. You're not funny anymore. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who are you? Arm you! Good god damn, that's kind of deep. Anyway, you know what? Sit your asses down and I'll finish the story right now. Or I might have a part four, who knows? Because I'm wasting a lot of time right now. By the way, I'm on drink four and a half. So uh, let's see how this goes. So I got to college in 2010, but we'll skip to 2012 because that's when I feel like I noticed more things about. Excuse me. Oh, I'm burping. Oh, I'm burping. About uh, my quote-unquote comedic language and how it dealt with people. So uh, my brother DJ and at the time I lived in an apartment complex, and right in front of it was a pool, and it had uh, the tiki setup, like a tiki hut, tiki bar kind of setup. Well, it was actually a tiki hut, and around it was a bar. So I guess it was a tiki bar. All right, I'm not gonna think about that too hard. Because I think I just mind-fucked myself with redundancy. And I don't even think that's a word. Anyway, so um, I would text him. I'd be like, all right, we're going to start. Come on out, bring your laptop. I'll bring some speakers. We're going to have some fun. So he started doing that. And just from the music and being in college and me buying a 24-pack of Bud Light, people, people were going to come to us. They, they magnetized to us. And then, of course, there were the girls in their bikinis, and it's like 11 a.m., and they're beautiful. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is heaven. And they're they're talking to us. And this is one thing I didn't notice the entire time when I was trying to develop comedic language and to get eyes off of me and onto my jokes. If a girl's into you, she doesn't give a shit what you're saying. Like Chris Rock said. (laughs) Well, to paraphrase Chris Rock. But anyway. So... We we meet girls, and we're talking, and I'm talking to them. And at this point, my comedy has turned from a blah, 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 joke to more of clever, witty, backhanded compliment, like things like that. Like, I I don't know, hypothetically, like a girl would say, uh, yeah, I just dyed my hair blonde. I was like, yeah, blondes get far in this town. And then everybody else would laugh, and she'd get mad at me, and then later on she would ask me for my number. And I swear, I, I didn't understand that. I was like, what the fuck? I was like... <laughs> It was like I really don't like you. That's why I said something like that to you. But I guess it, it was just ingrained from watching so much comedy and at this point it wasn't just stand up. Like I, I went to a or I started diving back into old TV shows like the Dean Martin show and Carol Burnett and um even in living color like just how their lines were so witty and even the jokes that people really didn't laugh at but was still really funny, I try to dwell on, I kind of absorb it, and there's always the question that I get from people, and they they always ask me, they're like, uh, oh my gosh, every time I see you with a different girl, and I'm like, well, it's it's not that I'm sleeping with every girl that you see me with, because I'm definitely not, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you like that. But these girls, they like to hang around me. They feel comfortable around me because I say things that normal guys wouldn't say because how I learned to joke was to joke off of me. So if I'm sitting down and we're all talking in the group, I'll start talking about myself and make it funny. And then people feel more comfortable like they don't have to put on this facade on who they are. Like They don't have to be or they don't have to feel like they have to be Like somebody they're not like Sit like a celebrity or something Like just be yourself I mean especially in front of me I don't give a shit either way Just don't be an asshole <laughs> Hey how's it going It's me and it's part 4 I think wait yeah part Wait yeah part 4 Yeah cause uh The other 3 would equal 15 minutes So this is going into 20 And I'm gonna try to wrap it up because uh I think you guys are getting tired of this shit, because I am too. Anyway, I'm on a drink, five and a half now. Still ginger ale and white rum. Go down to your local liquor store and get some of that goddamn rum. I try to throw an ad in there, you know. Ugh, damn, am I bombing right now? So what's the deal with salt peanuts? All right, Jesus, all right, let's get back to the truth on truth, the beginning, part four, the ending, which was a contradiction. I kind of liked it though. That was pretty cool. But um just to paraphrase everything. Uh Comedy saved my life. To be honest with you. I don't know what I would do without it. Because now the feeling of walking into a place like where I work. And it's really stressful where I work. You just walk in and everybody just kind of turns around and looks at you. And they look at you. They smile. And they come up. And they either have an inside joke. That they want to, you know, like, get started or they got something, oh, I got so drunk last night, guess what happened? Or, like, just something silly that happened in their day or the other day or earlier on. Or, say, oh, hey, hey, five and a half drinks, how you doing? How how you doing? Anyway, earlier on in the week. like, And they just want to share it with you to hear how you respond because they know you'll make them feel good. And that's really cool to me. I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah. I guess this is the end of the uh, truth on truth. I hope that was a good conclusion. I hope that was a good uh, uh, four part series. I guess this is my first uh, official podcast. I, I guess I'm gonna try to like link the episodes together or whatever. But uh, thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Uh, I'm gonna try to do more stuff. Uh, I don't know. Just really testing this out, seeing how it goes. And if I sound out of breath, it's because I've been pacing back and forth while drinking. <sighs> so, um, yeah. But anyway, thank you all again. I love y'all. Be good. Do something good for somebody. Jesus Christ. Just be nice. Don't be an asshole. That's the thing. That's my motto. Just don't be an ass. All right. All right. We're out of here. See you later, good morning, good night, good evening, wherever the fuck you are. Drive safe, call a Uber or Lyft, do not drink and drive, do not be that fucking ass. Jeez, do not be that fucking ass. Alright, I'm out of here, see you later. I told you I could sing, you know, like, my album's coming out. Alright, fuck it, I'm out, I'm done, too much, the joke was too much. It really was, we're all leaving. Sir, I was hoping you would leave earlier today.